This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 259 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by The Yellow Horse. Your complete guide to the horse world at theyellowhorse.com. Enjoy today's tip. Hi, everybody. Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Well, it's Monday. That means that we have back with us in our continuing five-part series, Dr. Carrie DeLue. Dr. DeLue is out of California. She is a chiropractor, an acupuncturist, and a veterinarian. And she uh, we, she started a series a couple of weeks ago. If you missed it, go back and uh, just go to Horse Tip Daily. Take a look for on the left-hand side. Search under Dr. Carrie DeLue. And go back and listen to the previous tips. What she's doing is a series on uh, the different disciplines and how to avoid chiropractic work. She gives you some tips on how to avoid having to have your horse visit the chiropractor or the chiropractor visit your horse in this case. So that's what Dr. DeLue is doing in this five-part series, and we continue that today. And uh, we're going to continue that. But first, I want to tell you about a website that I want you to check out. It's called The Yellow Horse, and it's at theyellowhorse.com. You can picture an online Yellow Pages for the horse world. That's what this site is all about. Whether you're looking for horses for sale or a new trainer, a place to board your horse, or a trail to ride on, you will find that and so much more at theyellowhorse.com. And what makes this website different than any other is it is research-based by actual human beings meaning that they do the work for you. They research the horse farms for boarding, training, lessons, trainers. They also do uh, research for and have one of the largest listings of horse shows and events across the United States and Canada. They have more of them listed for 2010 than any other website. I want you to stop over and check it out. There's thousands of listings over there. No matter what you're looking for in the horse world, you're going to find it there, whether you're looking for a barn uh, or trainer or whatever you're looking to do, whether you're looking for an event in your area, or they have one of the largest listings of trails across the country that are horse-friendly. So stop on over to theyellowhorse.com and check it out. You'll be glad you did. And now on to Dr. DeLue. Well, hi, Dr. DeLue, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Thanks so much, Glenn. Good to see you again, or yeah. talk to you again. Yeah, yeah, we can't quite see each other yet. We're not that, we're not <laughs> little, that advanced. We're not that advanced. a good thing. Maybe we'll Skype in one of these days. It's a good thing, because, you know, I'm sitting here in my pajamas most of the time. No, not really. <laughs> That's what people say. I get that joke all the time. You're doing radio. You don't have to get dressed. Um, at some point, you do have to get dressed. So now tell me, uh, we're, we're continuing this series on chiropractic and the different disciplines. And what, what, which one are we talking about today? Today we're going to talk about jumping, all forms of jumping, hunters, stadium jumping, cross-country jumping, and what we as trainers, owners, riders, vets can uh, hopefully do to keep our horses comfortable and keep uh, you guys from needing to see me for chiropractic work. And this might be an unfair question for you. I should have asked it in the first one of these series. Is there a discipline that you see needing more chiropractic work than another discipline or does it depend on the owner and the horse? It really depends on the owner and the okay. horse. I mean, it's, it's mostly about are, are, are the horses suitable for what they're doing? Um, you know, are they built for it? And 
are the owners pushing them too hard. Gotcha. I mean, that's a, a lot of it. And you can run into huge problems with any discipline. I'd say that the gated horses, the saddle feet horses, probably they, they win with needing the most work. Um, but dressage, jumping, even just trail horses, they, they, they all really um, can usually use some. But the goal is to need me less. So all that's right. why these tips hopefully will help. Okay, so jumping. So jumping. Jumping obviously takes a lot of effort on the horse's part, and often there'll be some tight turns and the horse is pushing off and uh, pushing off from different leads and landing on different leads. Um, And horses, more horses are left-handed than right-handed, just like more people are right-handed than left-handed. So jumping is one of those disciplines where the asymmetry can really get exaggerated because if more horses are left-handed, they'd rather push off from the left lead and they'd rather land on that lead. Um, So you do tend to see a lot of asymmetry with that pelvis. So my advice to owners is to really have a good foundation of flat work, whether it's dressage work or, you know, um, just any sort of riding where you really make sure your horse is even and comfortable on both leads and equally as strong and able to bend both directions so you can try and prevent those asymmetries. Um, and the, the horses, jumping horses use their hocks a lot and they land hard on their front feet. So keeping the rest of the body really comfortable is going to be very important for them using their body correctly in the air. Um, and if they're doing that, they're going to be a lot less prone to chiropractic problems. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, people often think that, oh, jumping, it's so hard on the horse's back. And I actually tend to see less back problems with it because uh, the riders generally have so much weight in the stirrups because when the horse jumps, the leg has to stay very secure and on the side of the horse with no movement. Um, And because they have so much weight in the stirrups, they're really distributing it well over the saddle. And, of course, a really inexperienced rider may hit the horse's back or hit them in the mouth. But, um, you know, uh, someone that's been doing it for a while, the back tends to do okay. It's the low back um, because they're pushing off so much and then really that pelvis, which is, is what you see go out when the horse is not symmetrical and not jumping evenly. Is there a difference? With the uh, show jumpers and the the uh, event horses uh, out doing cross country and stuff, or is it pretty? Oh, much definitely, the same? Yeah. definitely. Um, like the hunters, I would say tend to have the least issues because they're not doing the tight turns, and the whole goal is for everything to be as smooth and even right. and fluid as possible. Um, whereas the stadium jumpers, you know, as you get to higher levels and you're jumping and landing and doing a really tight turn. I mean, those horses are really exerting themselves, and it's rare that there wouldn't be some work to do. And in, in cross-country, you do tend to see some, unfortunately, some legs hanging and hitting the the jumps that don't fall, um, or a horse even falling, um, which is, of course, rare, but um, definitely happens. And also, they're going often at a very fast pace and not necessarily getting to quite as good of a spot where they leave the ground to do the jump. So they're jolting their body a bit more um, than they would be necessarily in the arena and the uneven ground and the jumping up and down. So the cross-country horses um, probably do end up needing the most work out of those three. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. That does make sense. So- yeah, and I think... Oh, 
one more thing. Yep, yep, go ahead. No, I was <laughs> Is that the thoroughbreds, you know, just because they don't have quite as much muscle mass, they they tend to throw themselves out a little bit more easily than the warm bloods with the bulkier muscling. So the thir- you have a lot more thoroughbred blood in the cross-country horses as well. Right, right. That's true. Well, there you go, and that so that's jumping. Was it was 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 that it on the jumping? Yeah, unless yeah. There, there's okay. any questions you have about no, it. No, I, I think, think that, that makes a lot of sense. That'll at least give people a good start. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and where can people find out more about you? Um, they can go to my website at equineholisticvetmed.com or um, look me up on Horse Tip Daily. Or you can find her on a ski slope someplace soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, Dr. DeLue, and we'll have you back again to continue this series. And the next one we're going to do is... We will do cutting and reining in some Western disciplines. Yeah, reining, one of the most exciting horse sports, in my opinion. All right, we'll we'll be back uh, next time with Dr. DeLue talking about uh, chiropractic and reining. Great. Thank you to Dr. DeLue for joining us and for doing this series with us. It's very interesting, and it, she's trying to help us here save some money by avoiding the veterinarian and the chiropractor. Well, we appreciate that, Dr. DeLue, and we'll see you again next week to talk about raining. And don't forget, if you have an iPhone, you can catch us on the Hallway Feeds application. Just go to on your iPhone to the application store and pull up Hallway, H-A-L-L-W-A-Y, Feeds. They have a great application with all the news from the horse world, including our shows. So that's Hallway Feeds, found here in Lexington, Kentucky. So you can find us there. Well, we'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone. 